Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. This pine tar for breakfast is brought to you by Hatfield Quality Meats, makers of delicious Hatfield Phillies Franks. Last night, this morning, whatever time you are in, the KBO, that is right, the Korean baseball organization had opening day and we got it on ESPN and we got ourselves a former Samsung Lion and former Philly right here on Pine Tar for Breakfast. What up and welcome to another episode of Pie Tar for Breakfast. I am your host, Kevin Franzen, at Kevin Franzen on Twitter. And wow, we got live baseball. Yeah, that's right. ESPN and the KBO have come up with an agreement for the rest of the season. And we got ourselves a fantastic opportunity to watch live baseball. That's right, the crack of the bat. Great defensive plays. I mean, you're talking about the first play of the game, the right fielder for the Samsung Lions going back to his right and making the catch going up against the wall on a BB. I mean, that that was perfect. I don't care if it's Major League Baseball or not. It was live baseball, and it's something that we all needed. We saw emotion on the field. We saw bat flips. We saw replays, a long replay. But so many things in this Samsung Lions and DC or NC Dinos, I apologize. The NC Dinos in the Korean Baseball League, I, I, I thought was was special. A couple things that are different, obviously. 12 inning max. How would you feel about that? 12 inning max with a tie game after. Um, I don't know how I feel about any of that, but for me, that's their thing. They must love it. It works. So I'm okay with it. The Universal DH, not into that. Not at all. Uh, look, we, we have in Yagu, which is baseball in Korean, as my my friend has just warned me about, uh, a couple things that they have. No fans. They have um, temperature checks twice a day for the Korean baseball players. Face masks and gloves. Now, that goes to the umpires. The first and third base coaches, the translators, and a couple guys on the bench. Guys that are playing are not wearing that. Um, 
high fives are discouraged. Discouraged, not banned, but discouraged. But spitting on the field is banned. But we saw a couple guys spitting because the great Eduardo Perez made a mention of it a couple times, and that is the moment you put on a glove, the moment you put on a, a hat and some spikes on the ball field, guess what? It happens. So that's going to be something that will be interesting to see. Um, we saw some phenomenal play. Like there's, there's a couple things that we do know is that Korean baseball players are really good at baseball. It just so happens to be they're not in Major League Baseball. They're in the Korean baseball organization, and that to me is something that we should celebrate is the fact that there are some damn good players over there. And I hope you as a fan tune into most of these games, if not DVR them, rewatch them the next day. I've watched it now twice, and it's just it, it's fun. It's fun to be able to see baseball again. So with that being said, I'm going to go with someone. Now, Aaron Altera was in this game, former Philly. Uh, he's in his first season with the Korean uh, baseball organization in the in, in the. NC Dinos. And here's former Philly, former Samsung Lion, current San Francisco Giant, because, I mean, this is like the longest not knowing where you're going to actually be, but you are a Giant right now. Darren Ruff. Ruffy, what's up, buddy? Hey, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Uh, well, you know, here it, it, it's it's significant. Number one, we get you on here, but number two, you're a guy that played for three, three years in Korea. And not only that, like ESPN picks it up yesterday, but they get the Samsung lions who you're a part of. And I'm, I, I'm fascinated by this. I, I think number one, we get live baseball, but number two, I get to talk to you and about the experience. Cause you've got, you know, both ends of the spectrum. You got the passionate fans of Philly. Then you go over to Korea and you get that. Like, what is this seeing, you know, seeing it on TV, number one, but number two, just your experience. Yeah, you know, it's it's great to see, you know, the KBO getting some some recognition. Um, it'll be great to see, um, you know, what, what people think of the league. And uh, like we, we were just talking about, the, it's disappointing that they don't get to see the whole, the whole atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, of the game because that, that's what makes, you know, Korean baseball and Japanese baseball, um, what, what it is, the fans. So, um, my perspective, you know, it, it was, it was a wonderful experience for me and my family. Um, it was, it was perfect for timing in my career to get over there. Um, the fans are amazing, similar to Philly fans, just as passionate throughout the country. So, um, just, just an awesome experience. Really glad that everyone gets to see it now. And, and hopefully those guys take advantage. You know, it, it's funny. Cause, uh, I feel like I've watched enough Japanese baseball over the years. Right. And then you get to the Korean style and it is, I'm going to say a hybrid of, of Japanese and American baseball. You don't see a lot of hesitation from pitchers or, you know, from what we see in general, uh, you know, leg kicks are, almost American like taught leg kicks, not the ones that are over the, you know, over the plate and all that stuff. You still get some, but not, not crazy amounts. Like how much, how different is the actual game? It's, it's, you know, it's, I would say uh, the moves the manager makes, there's, there's probably a few more, but as far as 
just the game of baseball. It's very, very similar. I, I haven't, I didn't get the opportunity to play in Japan, um, but going to Korea, I felt like I, it was a little bit more westernized of, yeah. uh, you know, close closer to um, MLB minor league baseball in America than what I had heard of Japan and have talked to guys who, you know, went to MPB first and then the KBL. Um, I think they had a little bit more, you know, it, they still have that, the work ethic that you hear about, but it was just, it was a little, a little bit more laid back in, um, in terms of how they went about their business and, and things like that, which over here, you know, we have an awesome work ethic, but, um, it's, it's kind of a get your work in and, um, get your rest and, and get ready for the game type of, yeah. uh, instead of, you know, o- overdoing it as much as you can. So, um, I'm, uh, it was a little bit easier of adjustment in, in that sense. Well, you look at it, you hit 313, had a 973 OPS in the three-plus years. That's 404 games you played over there. You had a 973 OPS for the whole time there, uh, 86 homers. So you pretty much dominated. I mean, that, I mean, we could flat out say you dominated. Is it weird that when you watch this game tonight or last night or whatever it may have been, uh, your name's being thrown out there? Like they're talking about the Samsung Lions and they've talked about Darren Ruff already? Yeah, I mean, it was it's pretty cool. Um, it, it, it tears at me a little bit just because I, you know, how I want to be playing baseball too. Yeah. And um, tough, tough year to make the decision to come back and get it to go one more time over here when they're playing over there but um it's uh yeah it's cool and like i said i wish i I wish the kbo got the recognition it deserved before all of this but um you know it's obviously under horrible circumstances that they're getting recognized but you know they they took care of what they needed to take care of to get back on the baseball field and, and good for them and um Hopefully we can get back as soon as possible too, um, and give the American fans more to watch. But I'm I'm super happy for the KBO and and a lot of the domestic Korean players because you know they're extremely talented. Oh yeah. Um, they've they've worked just as hard as as the next guy uh, here, and um, it's it's good to see that some of those guys will get recognition. I I hope just some of the ESPN guys. Uh, learn how to pronounce their names because it took me quite a while. So them doing it on the spur of the moment in a week's time. And it took me probably close to, you know, three or four months to learn most of my teammates names. But, wow. um, yeah, it, it I, I learned the starters and yeah. the, the guys in the bullpen. It, it took a little while. Do you think, um, do you think the adjustment was more you to them or them to you? It's definitely, uh, the foreign guy to the team because especially guys that a lot of those guys are veteran guys. They, they have some young guys in the league, but um, they have a lot of older guys as well. And they, they've had their fair share of foreign players as teammates. So um, they know what they have to do to try to relate. And for you, you're, you're having to relate to, you know, 35 new people. You have the, the coaches who, have a different style of coaching that you have to get used to. Um, so yeah, it's definitely the, the adjustment of the foreign player to, to buy in and to 
uh, assimilate to, you know, the, their culture. Now, the, the for, for Phillies fans that, um, you know, might not know, but you, you have now two kids. Olive was just born, what, a, less than a month or, or more, just over a month ago? Uh, and Henry, just over a month, yeah. Who, who's four years old, right? I mean, he, Henry's four and a half, yeah. My gosh. And Henry, like, <laughs> I, I've told you, like, Amanda, my wife and I were, were very much – living through you guys as far as the the growth of Henry. And I think it's amazing. So the question I have, uh, who knows more Korean and speaks Korean better, Henry or you? <laughs> oh, man. Henry, if you would ask me a year ago, I would say Henry for sure. <laughs> um, but I don't think his, his memory is, is up to <laughs> par as mine. So uh, I think I remember a few more words, but when when we tell him what the word is and what it means, he has perfect pronunciation. So huh. it's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty good. He he actually went to uh, an all Korean speaking preschool his first two years over there. So he uh, his teachers they they could communicate a little bit with us, but mm-hmm. um, I mean when when they were speaking to him, it was, it was straight Korean. So when he was, you know, two, one and a half, two and a half years old, um, he was, he was getting instructed in, in Korean and only Korean. So he, uh, and then last year we put him in an English speaking school, but, um, but yeah, it was good for him. That's, I mean, it's incredible. Do you know what I, like, I wonder though with him is what his experience is going to be like, when we finally get to baseball here, right? Because he's had three years of watching you play and watching you in the madness, right? Like, I mean, cheers going on. You have a, a for each guy, you have your own cheer uh, to come over here. And it's very subdued, you know, compared comparably. Yeah. Uh, I wonder what his experience of like of, of American baseball just, just right now as he's growing is going to be. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I mean, it'll he. I think the, the only baseball he knows right now is is Korean style baseball. Which, yeah, I mean, it's loud. It's fans waving flags and uh, having fight songs for every player. So, what was yours? Do you uh, remember? Yeah, it? Let's actually, go. Let's yeah. test it. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm. They just so. I don't know if you've heard, but the the big slogan over there is fighting, which yeah. is you know like a a little good like good luck. Um, cheer up! They use those words a lot, so uh, it would it would just be like fighting bear and rough, and they just say it over and over to a little tune. And yeah, it was. I think if you YouTube it, you could find it if yeah. you really want to know. I'm probably not going to sing it for you. Well, I was hoping I would get you to do it, but uh, obviously I can't. <laughs> no, but like if I like, well, okay. So the the question but, here here's the other part of it. Like, so you have that right? You have you're at home and you have these experiences with. Uh, the Korean baseball fans, you know, and not seeing the fans in the stands, you, you, like they elevated you a little bit, didn't they? Oh, for sure. I mean, it. Uh, a lot of the decisions and a lot of what happens over there is is for the fans. <laughs> um, and when you're when you do that, I mean, it's it gives them a great sense of purpose and cheer. And I, I remember my first year over there, we were. We were getting blown out. It was 18 to two. I think it's something like that. We're getting beat by Deuce on at home. And normally at seventh, eighth, ninth inning, if you're getting blown out 18 to two, no one's there. Yeah. 
my last at bat in the ninth inning. They're still cheering my fight song. No one has left. Come on. After the game, after the game, everyone after every game, you you bow to the fans as a you know a thank you, and uh, and they're cheering for us after getting beat eighteen to two. You know, it's saying those fight words. You know, fight team, cheer up. They they understand that you know it's one hundred and forty four games. We're going to cheer you on nine innings for every single one of those games. So. It's it's a really cool thing, dude. That's nuts. That's nuts. Yeah. Like you just yeah. all you think you expect is like just an empty stadium by that time. Mm. Yeah, it's it's tough to it's tough to see the uh, Daegu Park empty, but I'm glad they're playing at least. Well, that so the part that you guys had played in the the Samsung Lions part it it looks yeah. uh, it looks beautiful. Number one, um, but number two, could, like doing BP and doing everything, you don't have any fans in the stands. Could you just like put yourself in, right. into the batter's box and go, man, I got nothing here. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't know how to take it at bat there in, in silence. Huh. Um, it, it, and I mean, it's, if you want to kind of compare the, the dugout atmosphere too, it's, it's really kind of like high school, college, really? Um, guys, yeah, guys are on the rail the whole, the whole game, you know, so like me. cheering at literally <laughs> <yeah. laughs> after, after every pitch, you know, ball strike, you know, good, cheering good eye or, um, you know, nice, nice pitch or, you know, it's, it, they're locked in on every single pitch and, and react to every single pitch. So I'm, I'm sure with no fans, <laughs> that is definitely exaggerated. Hey, hang on one second. We'll get back to you. We got a little bit of a commercial break and then more with Darren Ruff right here on Pine Tar for Breakfast. When you want perfect franks for a great game, nobody beats Hatfield, the official pork provider of the Philadelphia Phillies. When Hatfield's on the grill, you're guaranteed to get flavor as big as the game. Hatfield is dedicated to making game day franks and sausages with the best taste and highest quality. And don't forget, Hatfield makes other American favorites like bacon, ham, marinated loins, and chops for all of your family's game time needs. At Hatfield, we bring the highest standards from our family to yours. Hatfield, winning flavor, game day, and every day. Visit simplyhatfield.com. Welcome back to Pine Tar for Breakfast. I am your host at Kevin Franzen on Twitter, Kevin Franzen of the Philadelphia Phillies broadcast crew. And I'm still here, joined by former Philly, former Samsung Lion, current San Francisco Giant, Darren Ruff. Uh, for, for, you know, Phillies fans or just baseball fans that tune into this one, like just in, in general, is there a guy or a couple guys on the Samsung Lions that, that, a, you stay in touch with B that, you know, are, you know, could be big impacts here, maybe possibly at some point in time in Major League Baseball? Um, Sure. They, like I said, there's a lot of talented players. Um, I do keep in touch with, with quite a few of them still, um, just because it was, you know, only a few months ago where when I decided to, to come back here and play. So, um, yeah, the, so he was our right fielder, but watching the game – uh, this morning, it, there's, I think he moved to left field this year, but, uh, his name is Kuja Luke. He's extremely talented, fast, um, good power, can hit for average and, and a pretty good defender. So uh, he's, he's also fairly young. Um, he's probably someone from Samsung that, you know, has an opportunity at some point to, I, it's hard to say if they would be able to, um, to play at the major league level, but 
Um, like, I don't know, were you, what year did you go back? To, you went back to the Giants at the end of your career, I did, right? At fifteen. Was was uh, JG in there? No, he had he had already or been, he uh, or he was coming in the next year. He came after you, right? Yeah. yeah. So it, a lot of a lot of guys, I think, can do what he did. You know, play really well at AAA, get get called up, um, and and contribute to a major league team, whether they be a superstar or, not. or like Kim Kim Hunsu with hmm. LG Twins when he was with with the Orioles and um, and the Phillies, actually. So. There, they know him. <laughs> yes. yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, like someone that can contribute for sure might not be a superstar here, but is a superstar in Korea for sure. Um, and uh, there's there's definitely a handful of guys. Fuja one for Samsung. Um, Kim Hong Gong is the right fielder this year. It looks like so. Um, and there's also a lot of young young talent. And it's it's hard. I kind of briefly looked over, you know, what games might be shown on TV. It's, that if they can't do all of them or at least maybe yeah. hopefully they can show some highlights from all of them so so fans can get acquainted with a lot of the younger players who are extremely talented and have that opportunity to you know a lot of those guys you know if if they don't go to college they go straight from high school and if they're talented enough they go straight to the top level team and over there so they're 19 20 years old playing at, in the kbo at the highest level so um, th- those guys are, yeah, those guys are the ones that are fun to watch and have an opportunity to definitely make a name for themselves over here. And, and I mean, like the, the one thing that like I take away and, and it's def- is it like, is it like winter ball? If you're the foreign player and you have a bad uh, month, you could be gone. For sure. Yeah. I mean, there are teams that I think teams will give you a little bit longer of an opportunity, but you know, my first year, my first month I struggled. I hit, I think 180. Um, over the course of maybe 60 at bats, uh, so I I got sent down to the minors after my first month at the very end of the month. Um, it's kind of just a you know calm yourself down, um, take it easy for a second, and then we'll call you back up after the 10 days, and and then they'll give you a little bit more of an opportunity. And luckily for me, I I played really well after that. Um, but I think most of those guys get that opportunity. You know, if if they struggle right off the bat, they'll send them to the minors and let them just kind of calm themselves down yeah. a little bit. And if, if, and when they get called back up, um, then, then the pressure, the pressure's on for them to, to really perform. And yeah, they, they, they want to win just as much as uh, the next guy. So yeah, if you're not, if you're not performing like you're supposed to, they will definitely find you for replacement. That's incredible because I, like, I look at it and you go, man, like, to go to a yeah. new country, to be, you know, try to get comfortable, not be able to speak, you know, you, you relate it to the guys yeah. that come over here, you know, to, to America from, yeah. you know, Latin American countries and let alone uh, some of these 100%. Asian countries that you're going, man, like I, I, I couldn't, I could not imagine. I couldn't imagine. Couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. And, and they'll definitely take the personality of the guy too. You know, uh, if you're, if you're uh, bought into the culture and you're working, your tail off just you know they they have a little bit more patience where if if you go over and you kind of have you know a cocky attitude yeah and you're like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do what you want me to do i'm gonna do what i want to do they have a little quicker trigger to send you home than than if you're you know you're really buying into what they want you to do um so yeah when when a new foreign guy came over that was always my message to them was 
you know, you got to, you got to do what made you successful to get over there, but you, you also can't just blow off their suggestions and, mm. um, and what they want you to do. They, they'll tell you to do your own thing, but try to do as much as, as they ask you as well. Yeah. Uh, just to, you know, in, ca- in case you don't perform as well as you, you want to right off the bat, that they'll give you that second, third, fourth opportunity. Well, maybe, maybe a stupid question, but do you think a little bit because they're, you know, social media is a big thing and, and, you know, recognition of players off the field is huge there. But I mean, like, because your family, because Libby and Henry were there at the same time and, and Henry was in a, uh, you know, all Korean speaking, you know, preschool, do you think that people there saw that from you guys and were like, dang, like that, that's huge. Certainly, yeah. I think I think they see, you know, that Effort. my family was willing to go, yeah, was willing to go over there, and um, you know, we were we were making friends off the field. Of mm-hmm. I got to tell my translator, he'd be like, "Do you need anything?" And we're like, "No, we, you know, we met someone at our apartment, and and we're fine. They're going to take care of us." And he's like, "What?" We're like, "Yeah, they speak a little English. We're <laughs> we can we can get along fine." Like, and then he would you know relate to the team and. I think I think the more you can do that, the like like you said, they they uh the word gets around. Wow. That's amazing. All right, so Darren, yeah. you uh you spent this year or this spring, as you were talking about earlier, the with the San Francisco Giants, uh another relation number two with uh yeah. the Philadelphia Phillies. You get Gabe Kapler in there. Uh you're coming back over yeah. trying to establish yourself. Uh yeah. Nine extra base hits, five doubles, a triple, a triple, because you had to be at Scottsdale Stadium because center field is like 480. And three bombs, you only hit like 500 during spring at the time. Like, how hard is it for you to like – because you were rolling, you know, and, and I watched a couple yeah. of the uh, the games. I know Kruk and Kipe, the, the announcers there, they had you on. I wanted to text you and say, nerd. But, uh, I mean, just your <laughs> overall thought coming back and, and dominating spring training and to have it, you know, unfor- you know unfortunate circumstances for everyone yeah. That, uh, yeah. you know, to have sure. to shut down. Yeah, it was, it was a, you know, a dream scenario for me to, you know, come back and, and have a hot spring because, you know, it's everyone, the, the overall atmosphere of spring, you know, is, you know, a little bit more laid back, but in with guys in my position and, you know, a few of the years in your position that we have to have good spring trainings to, mm-hmm. to make the team. Yeah, it's, it's really, um, and really so nice. we, it's, yeah, it's, it's tough, but yeah. And so to come out and, and play well and put myself in a position to, to make the team, you know, if things would have worked out uh, and hopefully still will work out in a few months, hopefully. But um, yeah, it was, it was, it was nice. It was, um, it's also not, you know, Silver Lane got to come home for the birth of my daughter and spend a lot of uh, her early months here. So just trying to take it all in stride and see the positives and things. And, you know, hopefully we'll be back playing soon. What are your, you know, thoughts, you know, just initial uh, response with, with Gabe Kapler and, and you know, his new style? Because it is a new style. Um, and especially yeah. for those that are in San Francisco going from Boach to Cap, it's, uh, it's, it's different. Sure. Yeah. And, um, you know, in my time in Philly, I got to play with, for Charlie, uh, briefly hey, and then hey, Ryan Sandberg hey. and Pete. So, yeah. Um, 
you know, and then getting Gabe, who's a little younger, um, a little more analytics driven, super, super energetic and positive guy. So um, it was, it was definitely a different experience. Um, great communicator, the whole organization from top to bottom. I felt every, every day I went in, every day I left, I knew, I knew what did I need, what I needed to do, um, what I was expected to do. And um, it just made things a lot more comfortable um, in that sense. So yeah, I, the, the energy he brings every day is, is pretty infectious for sure. No doubt. No doubt. Hey, well, Darren, I appreciate you coming on Pine Tar for Breakfast uh, podcast. Um, I know I'm speaking from myself and for a lot of, if not every broadcaster with the Phillies. I don't know anyone else in the organization right now as far as, you know, with your relation, but uh, we're all cheering for yeah. you, man. We were all pumped up. We all knew your stats going on in spring training, and uh, we hope for the best. All right. Appreciate it, Kevin. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh. And how would you say goodbye in Korean? Oh, it's uh, so slurred together. The way I would say it, it would be like, Anankaseo. So uh, it's Did very you say similar Juan to Nicasio? hello. But, ah, very. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you can you can pick whatever you want when you when you say something as fast. That's what I just try to do. I, they'd be like. I'd ask, how do you say something? And then they'd say, I'd be like, no, no, how do you say it? <laughs> so, yeah, it's just like anything. You, the faster you say it, the cl- the more it sounds correct. So that's oh, what I, I try to it. do. I love it. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, dude. All right. Have a good one. All right, bud. Darren Ruff with a phenomenal interview, and it was a fun time catching up with an old teammate, catching up with a friend catching up with a former KBO player and someone that really embraced uh, being in a foreign country and just absolutely just, I mean, the whole family. And like I said, Henry, his son, who is now four and a half, uh, became a legend over in Korea, and it was so much fun to watch. The growth of a, of a child that was born in America, raised for three years, three-plus years in Korea, embrace it, love it, and oh man, I, w- I I hope I hope at some point in his life he remembers all this stuff because it's uh, it's tremendous. So thanks again to Darren Ruff. Thank you for listening to Pine Tar for Breakfast. And before I forget, remember this Pine Tar for Breakfast was sponsored by Hatfield Quality Meats, makers of delicious Hatfield Phillies Franks. Until next time, <laughs> which I got a good one for you. Coming up on Thursday, Brad Lidge, Chad Durbin, myself, Pine Tar for Breakfast. Peace! Kevin Franz is out of here! Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 